guys. Welcome back to the Balance Chaos Podcast. Thank you for tolerating our little break. We are back for season two. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening to all of season one. I know you've listened to every single episode and we super appreciate it. And if not, you better listen to it today. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> um, so this is our official start to season two. Um, we thought it was a great time to pause and start because it's kind of like the world is restarting right now. It's so true. I mean, we've officially gotten to where they have announced June 1st, no more masks. Everything's open to 100% capacity. Yeah. So it's like it's big stuff. And it feels I know for me, a lot of clients that I've talked to um, and friends and people in general, it's like, oh, oh, this feels very sudden. Yeah. Well, because it's like we went very much from like isolation, stay six feet apart to three feet up, oh, 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 no, the world, here it is. <laughs> and we're good. <laughs> Everything's fine. So it can feel shocking to a lot yeah. of us. Yeah, and like going in places where you've been wearing a mask for the past year and then, you know, seeing nobody doing it, maybe you're not quite ready yet, which, you know, whatever feels right to you, honor that. But it is, it can be a little jarring when you're like, oh, wait. I well, I think for a lot of people, it's like not knowing what the exact rules are. Yes. Because like I went into, for me, this happened to me today. I went into Vons to go to Starbucks and I wasn't sure if Vons was one of those stores like that you, you know, you could take it off yet. Yeah. And I looked around and I was like the only one wearing a mask and I was like, oh, I'm a dork. Like I gotta take it off. <laughs> I want you to know that I have had this like thought or fear of this for months that I missed the memo because I don't listen to the news and I'm walking in and I'm the only person yeah. with the mask on. Well, so that you happened lived, to me today. You lived my, you lived my it thought. It was honestly fine. I mean, I think <laughs> yeah. all of the employees still had masks on, but it was just funny in the line. I was like, oh, and then I'd like casually took it off like I was just drinking my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you don't want to be like the one that's like, ah, ripping yeah. it off either. Yeah. You're like, you don't want to be disrespectful on either, either side. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're trying to just feel it out. But anyway, yeah, so world is changing. Um, we are subject now, most of us, if you're going back to work and, you know, going back to regular life to being around more people. And after not having that many people in our bubble day to day, and then maybe even we had a lot of time off for mindfulness to like yeah. implement these routines. Right. But now if we're thrown back into the busyness of the regular world, how do we protect our energy and... And like keep up the feeling yeah. that we've had. Because I think... So many people have enjoyed having a little bit of extra time. I think so many people also were like, I'm ready. I'm ready to do more. But it it can feel like, I mean, I know my kids are now in far more activities than they were they last were. year. And I'm like, okay. And it takes a little bit of reassessing and really being um, conscious about who you're sharing your energy with, when you're going in places that you don't have control over how many people are in there, and, you know, still taking that time to meditate, breathe, yoga, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever your rituals that make you feel good now are. But, yeah, maintaining that and then seeing, like, okay, moods are contagious. So now <laughs> we're going in more places with more people. Are we absorbing other people's energy? Or, yeah. you know, are we maintaining our own vibration and our own... Yeah, and I think it's really, when you've been away from a lot of people it's probably been a little easier to protect your energy and to not take in everyone's stuff. I mean, you and I have been working one-on-one -on -one with people either um, in person or, or on the line yes. for pretty much this whole time. But I know a lot of people have just been working at home and you're really just around your family and that select few people that you're seeing. So it's not a big group. And now you're just like, hey, Come on back. And it's <laughs> it's really going to be apparent. I think you're going to feel it a lot more. 
I guess is my point. You're yeah, gonna feel the feel energy of other people, mm-hmm. right? It is the energy of yes, others. Thank you. Well, it. I just want to make sure, like, what is it? <laughs> it's what you feel. No, um, <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, so many of us are sensitive. Oh, I realize this working one on one with clients. Mm-hmm. I tell certain clients that they're empaths or that they're very sensitive. And at first, a lot of people don't believe it. They're like, who, me? Yeah. Like, yeah, no. There's a, there's a very big disconnect for a lot of people that are sensitive, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, no, exactly. Because nobody's ever worded it to them like that. And I think even I didn't realize when I was younger how much of what, like, when I thought I was in, like, really nasty moods or yeah. sometimes I thought I was just mean. It was just that I had absorbed so many other people's moods and energy and I didn't know how to get rid of it or what to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I would say the same. Like, I had no idea that that's what caused me to feel so drained or what caused me to feel irritable. And now, I mean, it still can happen sometimes, but yeah. I know what's happening. I'm yes. like, oh, at least okay. now you're aware <laughs> of the reason. So let's start with pay attention when you're out, when you're around certain people. How does your body feel? Yes, I think this is huge and the connection between your mood and what's happening in your body gives you so much power because as soon as you realize like okay when I'm fearful my heart feels like it's gonna flutter out of my chest or my breath gets really short or my stomach hurts and I feel like I'm going to the bathroom more or I need to always know where a bathroom is when I'm out yeah then you know, okay, I am in that space. And then you can think about what to do for it. Right. So it's it's recognizing your body's cues, learning your own symptoms. So whether it's anxiety, that chest dropping, um, muscle aches, or maybe it is stomach pain and going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. seeing who you're around when it happens. Are there certain things and scenarios that you can eliminate so that you're not drawn towards that anxiety? Yeah. Uh, and if, if you have to go, like, let's say you're going back to work and you're like, you know what? I need to go to work for my family, but my stomach hurts really bad when I go. go. Yeah. Then we need to find ways to get your body out of that fight or flight mode to decompress a little bit, even when you have to go to work. Yeah. Because basically our bodies are always working to protect us. Like Mm -hmm. it's your nervous system is doing things that you are not aware that it's doing all of the time and it's there for a purpose, but we got to figure out how to. We have to tune in. Yeah, it's not normal just to be like, oh, I have anxiety all the time to ignore it. Right. Then you're not getting your body's message or, oh, my stomach always hurts. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm here. So my stomach hurts. Like, OK, I'm here. My stomach hurts. What but, is my body trying to tell me? Yeah. What, what's the what's the thing? What's the thing that's happening? Why? And yeah. Well, and then paying attention to certain people, because I've yes. realized there's certain people when I'm around them. I'm achy and irritable. Yeah. That's my energy saying, no, this energy is not for you. Yeah. Um, Also, I've referenced this before on here. I have the runniest nose. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and it often comes out in sessions when I'm working with people. If they have a lot of undealt with emotion, my nose will run incessantly. But when I'm around people like right now, me and Kristen are fine and I think I know all of her stuff. Yeah. So my nose is just fine. (laughs) It's just fine. I've already let it all out. But it's paying attention to that. Like, If I'm in a big group of people, my nose always runs because obviously in a large group of a social setting, a lot of people are dealing with emotion and not ready to, but I know that about my body now. Right. Yes. And like I will get almost like lightheaded where and um, spacey feeling. And when I was younger, I used to faint a lot. Oh, wow. Like um, and now I know I'm heat did it to me. So I know that part of my body. But a lot of it, I think, was me not dealing with my stuff. But I also know when I'm in a big room of people like 
a lot of times, I guess, like kids stuff, you know, there's, yeah. uh, there's kids happening, there's parents happening, there's parents worrying about their kids. And chaos. I'm like, would you describe it yes, as chaos? Full <laughs> chaos. And I get, it's, it's not even really like a headache. It's like, I go a little black in front of my eyes and then I'm like, okay, just, just rem- doing these things that we're going to kind of talk about to get back into my body and stop taking in their Everybody stuff. else's. I had to learn to, <laughs> I had a bad habit of, because I can see people's energy mm-hmm. when I would drink or go out, I would see people's trauma and just be like so sad for them. <laughs> and then I had to remember like, wait, they're not asking you to dig through their trauma right now. You're actually being intrusive. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> like, but Back I, it up, lady. <laughs> I had to pull myself out of that. Yeah. I mean, it is harder in an alcohol induced state, right? But I had to be like, Whoa, like you're here to have fun. And here you are just watching this person in their like, sorrow, oh, but gosh. they're dancing and fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're actually okay. Right yeah. Now. They're pushing that away for later. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, but the reason I bring that up is awareness. I had to become aware of it yeah. to stop doing it. Absolutely. And I like something that really sticks out in my head when I think about this and I think about you all going back to like a big credit office or uh, even even just, out for a night on the town. Yeah. I was going to say even just Target if Target's more crowded. But yeah, you going into the city and I remember coming back and being in traffic in L.A. when we lived in Norway and there's just less people. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to throw up. Like my whole body was half. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, it's because I'm around all these stressed people stuck in traffic right now. I can't believe that this I never noticed that this happened to me before. So it may just be be super aware. Yeah, you're going to know it's it's true because we have been isolated. And now that we're not. There's going to be changes. So let's start with um, something you can do or that's important to recognize. Let's say, just like Kristen, you recognize in big groups of people, you become dizzy, anxious. Yeah, dizzy, anxious, feeling like out of your body. Yes. So that is a signal from your body that you actually need to ground yourself Mm -hmm. or energetically what that means is pulling your aura closer Closer. in. Because what you're feeling like, Kristen in traffic, her, her aura was expanded. And so it's... I'm touching everybody. Yeah. Imagine it's supposed to be 20 to 30 inches away from your body. Imagine if it's 20 to 30 feet away from her. Yeah. How many other people's energy are going to interrupt that aura? I mean, that's a, a massive amount of people. Yeah. Just, so many. So just I mean, taking it in. Yeah. So if you are somebody who describes yourself as not liking crowds mm-hmm. or feeling anxious in crowds, you need to learn tips to pull your aura in. Good luck. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to give you the tips. <laughs> so just we'll see you next time. <laughs> So how do we do this? So we've told you now and identified the problem. So there are certain ways to pull your aura in. Um, meditation. Yeah, meditation. I was going to say, I usually, I, if you have one that you're going to. No, go I ahead. Talk, what I usually do is uh, I close my eyes and I literally just visualize it. And then I breathe in and out. And I imagine, a lot of times I just picture it as gold when I'm doing mm-hmm. this. Um, I breathe in and out, and every time I breathe in, I pull it in a little bit closer. And every time I breathe out, I just extend it out slightly, and so it comes closer and closer in. And then by the time it's in, and all longer exhales because exhales are um, gonna get Soothe you, the body. yeah, they get you more grounded. Whereas big inhales can kind of pump you up. So exhales to soothe, longer ones, but just picturing it coming in with every breath until it's like. Right around you. Nice and tight. My meditation for it would have been like the exact same thing. The only other thing I would add is ask your aura. Like say it in your head or out loud. Aura, I call you around my body no more than 20 inches away like a warm hug. Yeah. So then that way, I don't know, I just feel like communication helps you feel like it's coming. Yeah. 
it's in, but that meditation is great. Yeah, and the color gold is great. It's very protective. Yes. It just feels right. Yeah. It feels like, yes, wrapped in my golden egg. <laughs> so, yes, before you go in crowds, try wrapping yourself in the golden egg. Yes. And let us know if that works for you. It should. The things with these meditations and prayers that we're going to give you, these are things that you do have to do regularly or each time you go into a crowd, they don't, they're not everlasting. Right. So it's not like it's you not do like it I, I do that. I do that once and I'm good forever. Yeah. Like, and I, I do do it every time I feel like I've got it out. You've it's overexpanded. Out. I'm like, I want to give to everybody. Call it back in. Yeah. Bring it in. It's very important. And I think... These things aren't like taught in school anywhere, no. so we don't realize that this part of our energy body is so disruptive. Yeah, yeah, and I I tell people who are kind of unfamiliar with energy, I'm like, think about when you walk into a room and you're by yourself and you're facing a wall and you're like, oh, somebody just walked in there. You didn't hear them, you didn't see them. That's like your aura is touching. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Your aura has realized that there's another, there's yeah. A hello. <laughs> so from auras, protecting your energy uh there are certain stones if you realize you work with a lot of people or yes. if you're doing any type of work where you touch people yeah. like hairdressers massage. energy healers massage therapist um esthetician yeah anything where you get close i honestly think it, it's good for everybody though totally. teachers teachers yes if you have a desk in your job i think everybody should have black tourmaline even uh, either on their person so like wearing a <laughs> yeah. jewelry that's black tourmaline or like keep it close on your desk, by your computer. Yes. I like black tourmaline. I also like smoky quartz. That's my other one I always have That's very grounding, too. With yeah. me. So what those stones do is they amplify your energy and they protect you. So they transmute any negativity that's coming into your space. So it literally bounces off of you. Yes. It goes right into them. Yeah. <laughs> so those stones, again, are smoky quartz and black tourmaline. Um, you can get those at any stone store. We've re referenced stone stores in different you got to go back and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> go back to season one. Um, Christmas, our favorite things. Yes. There are some stone stores. Um, and we'll list that in the notes, the names of those. Just stones, yeah. In case you're like, how do you spell tourmaline? I have no idea. So I gonna... actually know this one. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to have to look that T -O -U -R -M -I -L -I -N -E. up. T-O-U-R-M-I-L-I-N-E. Who's bad at spelling now, Mom? Just kidding. <laughs> Brooke just won the spelling bee. I failed. Um, yeah, so stones can help. I think a lot of people like oils. There are essential oils yes. that can help. Um, yeah, oils work. You can diffuse them. So, like, let's say you're working in an office and it tends to get chaotic or hectic. Mm -hmm. um, I like rosemary for protection. Oh, rosemary's it's great. a very, like, uh, soothing while still being protective. Yes. And if you just need, if you feel like you just run up, I would put something grounding in there. Any sort of your woods. Yeah. Cedar wood is always a favorite of mine because I think it just smells delicious. It does. And you can rub that on your wrists, too, if you're mm -hmm. going into a crowd and you're like, I need something to soothe me. Yeah. Cedar wood, rosemary, mix them even if you... Yeah, I was going to say, we can make you a blend yeah. if you want. <laughs> Those things, I mean, they work. And I think sometimes when you have oil or a stone, it's a reminder to protect your energy. Yes. So it like gives you kind of like a tool of like, oh, I smell my oil. Oh, okay, I am supposed to like... Maintain my own vibration and, and not absorb other people's right. stuff. Right. It's almost like it almost turns into that little bit of that, you know, talk, like talking to your aura and calling it in. Like you're like, oh, stone, ground me. Oh, stone, keep me away from this person's energy. Like you tend to repeat it more, which I think makes helps. it stronger. Yeah. yeah. Makes your energy stronger as well. Uh, we both love prayer. Praying to your guides and asking them to protect your energy and to put a protective bubble or to call your aura in daily. 
Like, especially, yeah, it's great. Well, especially if you're going into a day, like, if you know you're going to have a big meeting or a big conversation, pray, like, let's say your meeting's at 2.30, but it's 9 a.m., and this is your time to pray, pray to your guides to protect you, to send you love and protection at At 2.30. Yeah, yeah. Think about what's happening through your day and send yourself that protection for when you need it instead of just, I mean, not that a general thing isn't great as well, but when you get really specific, then your guides know what exactly what to do (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's like a phone we all have phones but unless you dial the number you want to call yes your phone's not as useful so your guides need to be dialed in much like a phone right and if you don't put the reminder in you're not gonna remember (laughs) yes so do the reminders because remember your guides want to help you but you have free will so a lot of times they can see you struggling but if you don't ask for the help they're like well Good luck. Should have prayed to me. Time to watch this. <laughs> See how this goes. Um, also, if you have uh, sage. Yes. You, oh, that's a huge. I like to sage myself <laughs> prior to being around people yeah. so that I'm like not carrying any negativity in. And yeah. then post being with people. So like after. And you can yeah. do sage spray too if the actual sage smoke is a little thick for you. Or the smell is Or you heavy. have very sensitive um, smoke detectors. Oh, yeah. That also can be a thing. <laughs> I, I don't have that. But I feel like... Uh, I feel I, like people worry about that. They do. Because, like, happened. the smoke. Same. I use so much sage in my office at work that I'm, like, surprised that that whole building hasn't... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, if there's a fire in my <laughs> home, I'm not sure if it's, it's... going <laughs> to protect me. Oh, it'll be very smoky. But, right. But anyway, yes. Sage really does... A, it... It's good for antibacterial too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, going into where we're going to be around more people now, if you're worried about your immune system, burning sage in your office or your home is going to help um, antimicrobial, yeah. antibacterial, all of oh, those things. Get all those. It It'll anti it all everything. Done. Yeah. Um, and then it also changes the energy of the room. So, and of your aura. So you can do it around you. A lot of people yeah. ask me, like, how do I sage myself? Just light it and let the smoke burn around yeah just let it burn around you and then also like say a prayer as you're doing it like yeah cleanse the energy release release any energy that's not mine yeah yeah and then mantra so let's say you forget to protect yourself you go out into the world and you're like oh crap yeah (laughs) you run into somebody who's super negative you feel like you've absorbed their negativity my favorite easiest mantra for this is just What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. I release the energy back to them and just like rubbing your hands, your like hands. getting rid of it. Yeah, I love to like shake my hands off. Yeah, a lot. If people see me walking through hallways, shaking like my hands. Shaking. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine now. You take this. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it's. I mean, sometimes just doing those things is like a mindfulness tool of like, okay, it's gone. It's off me. I don't yeah, need it. I don't need to keep this. And if you're an overthinker, I've been guilty of this, and you have absorbed somebody's negativity, or you're again trying on what they said. Keep telling yourself, like, no, that's not my truth. That's That's not my truth. And even if you have to say it a hundred times, you'll get rid of it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, talking about that, I think a lot of times when you talk to somebody and you come home and you're like, oh, I felt so good this morning. Why do I feel like this now? Like acknowledging like, oh, I had a conversation with somebody who was feeling shitty and I, that's probably what's happening. I'm like, is this mine? Like, I will literally just ask myself, like, is this mine? And listen to that first answer. And if it's no, then I'm like, okay, get rid of it. Goodbye. (laughs) Shift out of it. I mean, because moods are contagious. But be mindful of that if you are the negative energy walking in the room. Yes. Like, if you catch yourself constantly complaining, constantly being, like... I don't know, the bearer of bad news or the victim. If you're a Debbie Downer. Yeah. I mean, and, and sometimes... You have to be real with yourself. Yeah, it's important. Like 
because uh, I've even been so much so to be like announce it to my partner or if, if I'm passing people at work like hey I, I'm not my best self today yeah so then that way they know it's not about them and then I'm not just like yeah I love I actually feel like when I started communicating when I was feeling crappy it takes that weight off of other people because I think it's, they're tiptoeing yeah, around you. I, they're, and I'm like, look, this isn't about you. I just am feeling shitty. And well, and then it almost gives them a chance to protect themselves from right, it. Right. Because then they're like, oh, it's not me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm cool. Good. Cool. Okay. So well, I, then I can, I can go on. Yeah. I just, I think it's super powerful to be aware of your emotions, your moods. Because listen, no matter what you do, you pray, you do all the things, you're going to have a bad mood. It's yeah. just, it's, it's natural. part of life and you are supposed to have them. Yeah. We're made to feel more than just joy. And a lot of times your bad moods are your intuition. If you go somewhere, every time you go there, you're in a bad mood. That is your intuition saying this place isn't for you. Yeah. And it's asking you to make a change. You shouldn't hate your job. Right. And so many of us do and we think like, well, I just have to do it. And we rationalize staying there. But your bad mood every time you go into your job is your intuition. Yeah. Oh, the rationalizing of the jobs. It's you... I always think that a bad mood or like, especially if you're in a cycle of them, like it's just such a sign to take some change in- something. Yeah, take some inventory. You're, see what's happening. Well, your body's asking for something. I feel like actually yesterday I was doing this and it was really just that I hadn't made any time for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I was like almost going to cancel the one thing that was for myself, which was my workout. Because I was like, I don't know if I want to drive. And then I was like, no, I'm going. After I left there, I felt so good. And it was just that I needed to move my body in a different yes. way than I had been during the day. Well, and I think this is important because, you know, we're, we're talking about, like, check in, make some changes. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a big change. It might just be... Going to the workout. Go to the workout. Like, go I, yeah. to bed when you're tired. Well, it, it, it was... little things. I kept talking about overwhelm. So now that the world's opened back up and people mm-hmm. are more comfortable, my schedule is slammed, much in the way it was before COVID, but I just wasn't... You're like, oh gosh, is this what it's like? Yeah, like I forgot. So yeah. like I've been busy, I've been pretty consistent, but now my schedule's booked out weeks, which gives me yeah. anxiety because I'm like, well, what if that week I decide I want a day off? I know. I just, <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, every day is booked for forever. Yes. So yesterday <laughs> I just kept saying, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I think I need to cancel my workout because I'm overwhelmed. But no, that overwhelm was literally my body saying, do something for you. Yeah. Do something for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to like, Uproot your life. It, right. It was just, for me, it was yeah. just going to do an intense hit. <laughs> it looked intense on your Instagram, Workout. I'm going to say. Yeah, well, I, but, but I'm grateful for it. Yeah. I just think so many of us, you know, make that hour for yourself. Even if you're not going to train with somebody else, but make that hour. Yeah, I do think it's so important. And it's very easy to talk yourself out of it when you're feeling overwhelmed to not move your body or to not, because you're like, well, I'm tired. I want to rest. But sometimes it's the movement because if all you're doing is working and resting your yeah. body's gonna crave something else it is well and for me it was all I was doing was like working and cleaning I literally was like maybe I should cancel so I can fold laundry and vacuum oh gosh but I after I worked out I was actually more the motivated to yes. do the things yeah so it worked oh that makes me happy so uh you. that long story was to tell you maybe you need to move your body <laughs> <laughs> remember the tools like moving your body um yeah. Okay. So Wait, you had a good, we talked about, uh, so like, let's say you're okay. with somebody and you, you realize. Okay. So we talked about like when you, um, like you, you interact with somebody and you pick up their mood and you come home and you feel it. But let's say you're 
in a situation where you're having a conversation with someone and you realize that you are like taking it like I almost feel like you can feel like your energies are intertwining and you're taking in all of their stuff and you're like oh gosh I don't want to feel like this and but it's like you're like well it's too late I'm already there or you need to tell them something and you feel like you can't because they've just told you this really sad story and you mm -hmm. came to like deliver something or whatever it might be so there's a couple things that I do to differentiate myself from someone else and it's just like really thinking about the physical thing so when you feel that you're intertwined take a breath of course and then look at them so if it was Brooke and I if we're talking and I'm like I'm pulling in all her energy and I don't want to I would look at her and say okay um my name's Kristen her name is Brooke I have a yellow shirt on, she has a cream shirt on. I have gray pants, she has black pants. And then all of a sudden you can feel your, I can even feel it like with you now, like you can We both feel, kind of backed up yeah, from each other. Yeah, you can feel yourself like unwind from that person and then you're like, okay, then you can come back to you and what you need to say, like your truth and staying in your mood. I feel like this is so important for people pleasers. Yes. Because I've been in situations where like, let's say a friend is really, really excited and talking to me about something and they want to like plan a trip right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And right now in the moment it feels good, but I know later I'm not going to want to do this or it, it doesn't work with my eight month blocked out schedule. Right, right. Or whatever it is. But I'll start like agreeing like, yeah, yeah, because I feel how excited they are and I don't want to disappoint them. Yes. I need this because then I can separate like, okay, I know they're excited, but I need to get ready to tell them that like, no, I'm not actually going on this trip. <laughs> I'm, this trip sounds amazing, but I can't do it. Yeah. But I think a lot of times I get so caught up in the people pleasing and not wanting to disappoint them that I'm like, Same. I'll say yes now and then I'll text them later. And it's yeah. like, no, if I could just separate the energy. Right. Then you can say it right then because. And they would probably rather me say it than, than plan a whole trip. And then I. <laughs> and they, yeah. But it's so true because I'm such a people pleaser as well. And this. It really does help to just like pull you out of their right their well, stuff. And if you're in a service industry of any kind yeah. and you hear people complain about money or spending money, so then mm -hmm. you start feeling weird about charging them. Yeah. Nope. Separate your energy, charge a fee, know yeah. your worth. Yeah. Because I get that. I mean, I get a lot of people with root chakra issues and abundance issues <laughs> and we talk about it for a whole session, but then at the end I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is what you owe. But it, it's not like to be rude, it's to get them to learn. Like you got to figure out... It, I, it's like getting out of people's pockets, right? If you're doing your job and you're... But they made thing, the appointment. They made the appointment. You didn't, like, pull them in there and are now like, ha-ha. Yeah. Like, pulling a once-over on them. Well, I feel like a lot of... I'm going to keep calling them service industry people, but, yeah. like, estheticians and hairdressers, you are... A lot of them are actually healers, right. naturally. Yeah. So they're they're called to an industry where they, they make people feel their best. Yeah. And with that, though, those are the hairdressers that are like, oh, I haven't raised my prices in seven years. <laughs> right. Or 15 years. And it's it's because they feel like their clients would hate them or they're people pleasing or they yeah, feel like they're going to leave me. And even if they don't necessarily like them, they still yeah, <laughs> like, worry keep, about them leaving. Because right. And it's like, no, girl, like you. The, the best thing I can say is that just because you have your own business doesn't mean you never deserve a raise. Uh, 100%. You're winning ca capitalism if you raise your rates. Win yeah. capitalism. <laughs> I, I, I always say to like people in, in my uh, beauty world, like, hey, when you went to the store today and something was more expensive, did they have like a month notice on it or did they just... Right. Well, like with inflation, I mean, we have a right to raise prices. And yes, will you get some backlash? I've noticed people will say things, 
but they keep coming back. <laughs> like if you're good at what you do, you need right. to value yourself and right. you're going to attract better clients and better customers mm -hmm. because the beauty industry, wellness, if you want somebody good, I do believe you get what you pay for. 100%. Because, and I think the reason for that is because if you are working for less than you should, you're going to be resentful and you're not going to do your best work. Exactly. So you're not valuing yourself and that's going to show in your... Yeah. And then you're actually just doing the, your people a disservice. So Yeah. So, yep. And rant. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, true. So before asking for payment, separate your energy. Separate your energy so that you are... Confident. Confident, staying true to what you have decided for yourself. Because I know a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then the day ends and they're like, oh, I didn't. Do it or ask for what I wanted. And and the reason is because you're absorbing Yeah, you're else's. taking in somebody else's stuff. So that, that one's really helpful for me. And it's one that I will tell other people in that world. I like that, that world. one a lot. Yes. And... Um, Another thing I used to do that somebody taught me that I really liked if you're touching people, if you're in a job where you touch people, is just taking your thumb and index finger and wrapping it around your wrist. So wrapping the right wrist with the left hand and left hand with the, or left wrist with the right Almost hand. Almost like making a cuff around your yeah, wrist. Yeah, like giving yourself a little bracelet. And, th and as you're doing that, like thinking like these are my hands and nothing's entering me past here. That's great because it is true. Like massage therapist, mm -hmm. a lot of them are in a lot of pain because you absorb. You're taking in. Yeah. I mean, so you're like, you're literally like working out someone's like, stuff. like old energy and stuck stuff in their fascia and just popping it right in your hands. But if you just say it's just going yeah. there. I mean, even if you're a yoga instructor and you're doing um, adjustments, adjustments, yeah, things mm -hmm. like that, it's good to protect your own energy in that yeah. way, which is great. Uh, Good. Okay. What about kind of connecting with people like that mean girl culture? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So I think, well, I know part of our nervous system, we always talk about parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous mm -hmm. system, which is like your fight or flight and your rest and digest, which I think everybody knows at least something about that. But there's a third part, which is our social nervous system. And basically, in a very short version, it's that we look to others for acceptance and to know what's safe. Yeah. Like, the, we look for cues of, like, okay, this is okay to do. This yeah. isn't. Yeah. So, think about when you come into a group of people and you're with a group of women and the we all do this and you're gossiping, right? Yeah. You're talking about somebody else and you can feel or you know that you don't really want to do that, but you find yourself doing it. and To fit in. To fit in. And, like, that's that's the reason behind it, which I always – to me, it always helps me to know, like, why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why am I doing this? So you're doing it because, like, you're, you want to fit in. You want to know that you're a part of it, but you don't have to do it. And I think it's also very important to kind of call people out sometimes. Yeah, separate from it. I, I get mad at myself when I don't. Yeah, me too. So, like, I'm realizing, like, oh, like... I was doing that again. Okay. Like, they're doing this... Like, anytime anybody's making fun of somebody, it's because they're carrying their own shame and insecurity, right? Yes. So they want to fit in. So realizing, like, when somebody's doing that, like, hey, I I almost feel like we should just comfort them and be like, hey, I like you. We don't have to talk about somebody else. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think you're really cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's good. 
instead of being like, oh, look at that girl's shoes. Like, right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, those are dumb. Yeah. At this point in my life, though, it's funny to even think about clothing because I literally dress for comfort. So I have no business talking about <laughs> anybody's shoes. Uh, but like just that was just like an example. Like if yeah. you are with somebody and they're using making fun of somebody else as a way to bond. Yeah. Just it's almost like that bonding thing. I think that we can talk about other things. Yeah, well, because what's going to happen with with energy, anytime you then start bashing someone else, mm -hmm. you're actually weakening, you're sending that person negative energy, and yeah. you're weakening your own aura and your own energy, so then you allow more of the, eh. illness, pain, negativity around yourself. So it's, it is important to separate from that, because that's not what you want or how you want to feel. Right, and it doesn't feel good. We all no. know that. We I actually feel my best, I mean, words of affirmation is my love language, but when yes. I'm complimenting people, like, yeah. that feeds me. Yeah, that feels so good. So, more of that. But So, wait, let's, going from this, sorry, okay. I just got a thought. A go. Uh, Do it. <laughs> but if, let's say you decide you hate someone, because it's mm -hmm. a big thing, like, you're triggered mm -hmm. by somebody, you don't like that bitch Laura at work, right? <laughs> oh, Laura. <laughs> um, so, every time you get around Laura, all you can think about is how much you hate her, and then you go home from work, and you think about, like... How much you hate her and those ugly shoes she wore. She's and, just so annoying. And you can't get Laura <laughs> off your mind. The best thing you could do is actually find one thing you like about Laura, even if it's the color of the shirt she wore. So maybe you don't even like the cut of the shirt, but you like the color. And you just send love in that way. Like, okay, she looks so good in yellow. She looks so good in yellow. What that's going to do is start to strengthen your own energy and it's going to stop you from draining Laura. Eventually, you're going to get Laura out of your head and you're going to find more things to like about her than dislike. Yes. So, that. yeah. So good. Whenever you're mad or triggered by somebody and you get to that point where you can't stand them, mm -hmm. focus on one thing. Find one thing you like about them. Yeah. And it, it'll shift the it sh vibration. Yeah, I was going to say, it just shifts everything out Be of that, like... Yeah, because hating somebody is an energy drainer. Yeah, it's going to make you feel terrible and it's going to bring on things that you don't want. Yeah, so be very mindful of that. Yeah, that's great. You're good at this. Thank you. <laughs> Am I hired? <laughs> You're hired. Um, yeah, so I think talking about this as well, I think it's really important to, if you have a friend or a family member who is coming around and you've noticed that every time you see them, they are kind of in that same frame of mind where maybe they can't stand someone and they're talking about that or they're in a really dark place. place. Or maybe they complain with no change. Yeah. Like nothing's changing for them. You've seen them four times. And you're like, same story over and over. It can be uncomfortable, but I think it's a really big sign of love to just say in a loving, caring way, like, hey, uh, I just have noticed that this has been happening the last four times I've seen you. All you can talk about is this like negative loop and maybe it's time to seek out some help or to make some changes and I'm here for you. Yeah. I mean, I think a safe call out, a nice, not like a, God, you're negative because I mean, that just <laughs> that perpetuates yeah, the negative that cycle. Feel good. But I will say, after I had Grayson, I think I had a little bit of postpartum, and I had a friend do this for me, and it really shifted something inside me. Yeah. She was living out of town, and there was, like, a three-month period where every time she came in town, I was, like, boohooing and, like, just in a deep, dark place, honestly. And she said to me, hey, the last three times I've seen you, or four, whatever it was, you've been like this? Like, I think you need to talk to someone and I was like, oh, shoot, I hadn't even realized. But yeah. once I realized it was four months, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not OK. But it <laughs> took somebody saying it to me to snap. And, you know, she could have been really worried that she was going to hurt me, but I needed it. 
Yeah. Like it helped you so yeah. much. And I, I think that that's, that's it. And a lot of times when we're in a space like that. Yeah. A toxic pattern. It's hard to see your way out. Yeah. You're like, this is it. This is life. It's. This is who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> I, obviously I've changed and this is it. But you need, you need someone sometimes well, to help you. And I honestly see. feel like people want to feel seen and heard. And I think her saying that to me made me feel like somebody saw me. And then I was able to make a change. Yeah. Like, so I think, you know, I and I've had to do this with clients even. Like, yeah. hey, you've complained to me about this the last four times I saw you. I've given you tools to change. <laughs> You're not. The, yeah. Do you just want to complain? And every time they're like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. 100%. You have, like, you have to bring the awareness to it because. Yeah. I, and I think that's when it comes to, like, a relationship or a job. If you always feel negative going to that place or doing that thing, that is your intuition, but it takes acknowledging it for you to make the change. Yeah. yeah. And then life does get better. It does. It's scary to make changes. And I think knowing that somebody's one that you feel seen by someone, but also that, I don't know, you have that support. It gives you like, I'm supported. Mm -hmm. I feel like when someone's like, hey, I've noticed this about you. Like... Let's yeah. see. Let's see what we can shift. Right. I mean, you want to be the pot, the person that everybody feels good around and light around and yeah. people are happy to see you because you're positive. That should be your goal. Not people are happy to see you because it's time to talk shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. That's a, yeah. That's yeah. A good one. And I think that when you do radiate positive energy, not false positivity to like right. where you're faking feelings, but when you radiate a natural positive energy... It does make people around you when they see that, like, oh, what's Kristen doing or Brooke doing that makes them feel so good? I want to be more positive. Yeah. And it, it begins a natural flow of making people around you lift their vibration. Yeah. I mean, the best way to, to make our world better is to make yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you said. I just wanted to say it. No, you, I, you did it. You wrapped it up so nice with a nice bow. I love it. Um, yeah. So... Okay, I think a lot of our viewers like books. Let's yes. talk about, like, so there are some books that we think that we've read that were, like, very eye-opening for this kind of topic. Like, so they don't necessarily, we gave you the rituals and prayers for protecting your energy, but these book just kind of books help you become aware of your moods and things like that. Yeah, and it'll just go a little, maybe a little deeper into some of the, the things that we touched on as well. Yeah. So what was your book? Share first. My book is called Call of the Wild, um, which if you've seen zombies, please sing the song with me. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> do it. I do did, it. I, <laughs> I did sing it for Brooke earlier uh, by Kimberly Ann Johnson. Um, it's it's really great. And she, it's new. So she does talk a little bit about um, pandemic and how that's affected us and our social nervous system and, and how it is right now. Like right. With all these like stay away from people even though we need people you know it's yeah just it's wear an a mask don't wear a mask yeah it's an interesting time so i've really enjoyed that and would definitely recommend it okay we'll link that and then the book that i've been reading also brand new there is an instagram page called words of women women words of women and the creator of that page wrote this book she is a writer i cannot think of her name right now so it'll be linked but <laughs> She said she created her Instagram because she was so moody and every time she got on social media, her mood would change. So she was like, oh. I want to create based on the books I've read and 
the women I love that are writers, I want to create something that when people sign on or women specifically sign on an Instagram, it lifts their mood. Oh, I love that. And then she wrote this book kind of based on her moods and the mood transference. And it's beautifully written. It's interesting. And I just think it, it makes you aware of a lot of things that maybe you weren't in the forefront of your mind. Yeah. One, I, I love how she was thinking about social media because I, as we've said before, it can be such a tool. Like I go on and read uplifting things, but you can go on and go in a different place. A so. different path. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because this made me aware of that too. I, mm-hmm. I don't always think, Devin always says to me, <laughs> the best players aren't always the best coaches because, oh. which is true. I feel like sometimes me and you are so intuitive. Uh-huh. And we work in it all the time that it's hard to explain to people how to be positive. Yes. But this book was like, oh, she's actually a good coach. Like she struggled with signing onto the internet and, and this is how she shifted it and changed it. Yeah. Where I didn't even have that perspective because I haven't struggled with signing onto the internet. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's, for, I can't wait to read that. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to book swap. We're trading after, <laughs> but we hope you guys will read those too. And then we can all talk about it. Yeah. Um, I want to reference one other thing that we didn't say and it's going to bother me. Okay. Epsom salt baths are great oh. for cleansing. Like if you feel like you've done all the things, all the rituals, but you still feel heavy, Epsom salt baths literally are like jumping in the ocean and jumping in the ocean is a natural way to cleanse your aura. Yeah. So take an Epsom salt bath or even a shower where you imagine like yucky energy going down the drain. Yes. But the the physical sensation of the water touching your body does shift your vibration. And so it's very important to cleanse in that way and it yeah. grounds you. Yeah. So, I mean, so huge. I, it's always where I, when I'm in a bad mood in my house, I escape to an Epsom salt bath. It's true. Well, See you guys. I'll be back. <laughs> but a lot of times I, it is when we're stuck in our mind, we need a body change to get us yes. out of the mind. So like that's why cold plunges work or you hear people taking those cold showers yeah. because you shift something in your body that makes you stop thinking about that thing that you were thinking about. Yeah, because it they're so connected, the mind and the body, and we don't always realize that that's what we need is to... Do our, move our body or <laughs> change what's happening on the outside of it. And also, we talked about this earlier, and you didn't say it, so I'm going to say it. Okay. Wash your hands. If you work one-on-one with people, wash your hands with cold water to see yeah. how you're done. After each person. That does. It, it tells your body, your energy, I'm done with this person. Mm-hmm. I've got it. I mean, and it's good hygiene. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're trying to stay, you know, healthy. Yeah. Wash your hands. <laughs> it's true. So... I mean, we hope you can take some of these tools as our world gets busier and crazier to stay in balance, to not absorb other people's stuff. And to keep going with feeling good if you've been really enjoying having some of this more peaceful Alone time. time. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep it up in this wild world, but just you got to be aware. Yeah. Awareness saves lives. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for listening um, to the first episode of season two. We're so glad you're here and see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.